The Marcus Deegan Show. <laughs> What's the story, guys? Welcome to another episode of the podcast. I'm Marcus Deegan, your host, shooting from Las Vegas, Sin City, the place of bright lights and UFC fights. Thanks for joining us once again for another episode of the podcast. When I started this, I wanted to talk to amazing, influential people that had a great story, and today's guest fills all those spots straight away. Uh, he's an ultimate fighter winner. Uh, he's got a massive fight coming up in UFC 272 on March the 5th. He's a dad, he's a husband, he's an animal lover, and he's on the show today. He's a dog fighter, man, and he's one of my favorites. I've been looking forward to talking to him. Tim Elliott, how are you, brother? I'm doing great, man. Thanks, you. I appreciate being on here. So, uh, I know that you're with your family, so we won't take too long today. I just want to pop a couple of things off and see how you... First of all, how are you feeling? Uh, you know, I'm, I feel uh, I'm getting older, obviously, so uh, <laughs> that's always an issue. But, uh, man, I'm feeling good. Uh, I'm training different, and it's it's hard for me, like, going to the gym these last few days and having James Krause like, no, dude, you're not going live. Like, go fucking go sit down, go stretch. You know, it's it's not easy for me, but, you know, I pay him for those reasons and I trust him to, to make those big decisions. And like, I just, I, I usually take his advice pretty much on whatever he says. So, um, you know, I'm feeling good. I, I get a little antsy, you know, the heart, the closer to the fight, like the harder I want to work, the more I want to do. And I'm just, uh, you know, he, him and I are about the same age, so he understands it. And, you know, he lets me know, like, go sit down, go chill, go relax a little bit. So, uh, uh I'm doing good. I'm feeling good. I'm, I'm as prepared as I can be. I feel like, yeah, it's been about four months for you, right, Tim? Yeah, man, and uh, the, the opponent changed. Uh, it was supposed to be Amir Albazi, and then uh, then they tried to get me to fight a different guy, but on a shorter notice, not the same date, and I declined that fight, and then they offered this guy at a way later notice, um, but uh, whatever, I got the time to, to get a full camp in, and, uh, and it was good. I did a lot of skill building in that time. Now, how long have you been in camp for for this fight? Because, I mean, you've had a lot of time off. So what have you been doing in between? Has it been like a, you know, like a two, four-month camp or what? Yeah, man, I went straight into it after the last fight. I was uh, I was disappointed. And like you said, I'm, I'm a dog fighter. And I feel like that was one thing I was missing in, the, in my last fight. I, was, I, was, I felt technical and I felt cleaner than I ever had before. But then when I go back and watch it, I was like missing the one thing that like makes me like, you know, a, a tough match. And uh, – you know, I, I left a little bit of the dog out of that fight and I was too trying to be too sporty and too, you know, I don't even know what it was, but the mm. dog there and, and that's not going to happen in this fight. And I think Tagir will bring that out of me as well. Well, I mean, Tagir will bring that out of you. I mean, he's he's uh, he's got a really impressive record. Why was he picked for you, Tim? And do you have any do you have any say in who you fight? We, 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 we kind of always wonder that if, if the fighters are like, yep, OK, and then the management sorts it out. How does that work? You know, I don't, for me, not really. They usually don't come to me with a fight and the other person has already accepted because usually they know that I'm going to say yes. Uh, now James is, is looking out for me, so it, it goes through him. But uh, I've never really uh, turned down a fight except for when they offered Amir Bazi. They offered me a different opponent whenever he got hurt and it was at a shorter notice. And I was like, no. And uh, they sent me a, a letter of extension to my contract. I'm like, I've been in the UFC since 2012. I've never turn down any fights so like i said no to a guy and they sent me an extension letter and within like six hours and then i by the next morning i had already had another opponent into gear so i was like you know uh i think they were trying to like stick me with the with a tough dagestani 
but like that's not a problem for me like he's not dangerous he's not gonna you know he doesn't do spinning heel kick knockout shit so like if worst case scenario you take me down and lay on me like that sucks but that's there's no brain damage involved in that you know what i mean yeah do you think that's the standard way that those dagestani guys like to fight because they all seem to do a similar thing would you agree with that yeah they have a they have a particular style i feel like a, a lot of countries kind of do that uh but they uh they're good at it and yeah. um and it's you know a lot of people don't like it for me i do i like it i like somebody being uh if you're really good at something and you can uh, impose your will on on another person like anybody can catch somebody in a crazy submission i've been subbed by kids and, and girls but uh it takes somebody that's really good to take you down and hold your ass down for for 5 10 15 minutes so uh, uh i can appreciate what they do and uh you know it's uh but again, for me, there's not a big danger factor. So right. let loose on my feet. Like if I'm, you know, he's not going to knock me out. He hasn't knocked anybody out. Um, worst case scenario, I get laid on and that'll be my, that'll be on me. That won't be on Tigir. So uh, I like that. I like that matchup makes me, gives me a confidence going in there. Like there's nothing, there's nothing bad that can really happen to me unless I allow it to happen. You mentioned James Krause's name a few times. Uh, a great, a great mixed martial arts coach. When he's in the corner cornering you on your fights, um, and he's yelling out those inspirational mini quotes, do they help when you're fighting? You know, I, for me, anything. I just like him being loud and vocal because I, I just hone in on that, and uh, I get a little bit caught up in the fight to where, like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, or you know, anything could be happening, or I'm my head's out of it, and uh, James just outside looking in is so good at like you know, I might need a coach to slap me or something in the corner and, you know, say, Hey, listen, motherfucker, like you're not doing the right thing or you are doing, you know what I mean? Like whether he says I am or I'm not like, I, I, I know he's right. Like, and, yeah. and typically, if you do it, he says like, you're going to win your fights. And I mean, that could be any coach, but uh, I, I trust him. If he was telling me, you know, Hey, you're going to have to go run across this highway a bunch of times to, to be UFC champion. Like I'd be out there dodging cars. You know, I, I trust yeah. what the guy says. So uh, is, is this still fun for you, Tim? Man, I'm, I'm having more fun now, I feel like, uh, than ever before because I'm doing a bunch of – before it was just training so hard, training hard. In Vegas, I was working and working, and, like, and I was in good shape. I looked great, but I wasn't, I wasn't skill building. And these guys like Brandon Moreno is down here training now. Like, I'm not going to be able to outwork a 23-year-old Brandon Moreno. You know what I mean? Like, there's no fucking way. Like, I'm going to have to – build a skill to beat that guys like him and uh i just wasn't doing that in vegas and here i'm i've just been skill building for for months now and i feel like i'm better now so that's fun for me uh to to get better and, and being an old dog and still learning and you know making more money i'm finally making a paycheck now that is is worth you know i'm not digging for bonus money because i'm making enough to provide for my family for the first time ever yeah yeah um so as far as, as, as the fights go, uh, your, your fight's got a great um, headliner. Uh, do you want to talk about that, and, and how do you think that's going to go? Oh, man, I, I hate doing this because I like, I like both guys fighting. Yeah. You know, I like both their gimmicks. Um, I, I think Colby's going to get him. I think Colby's going to have to take him down. Um, I, I don't think he's going to stand and trade with, with – Jorge at all, I think uh, I think he's gonna have to look to take it to the ground. But I think if he does that and he and he sets up his takedowns well with the striking, I think that he'd get the victory. I hate saying that because I'm a huge Masvidal fan, mm. uh, but both those guys, that's a 
these guys are why I'm making more money now. Guys like these guys demanding fights and, and you know, uh, creating a, a buzz about them, like, is making us little guys more money. Uh, Bobby Green uh, is fighting this weekend. Islam Markachev. Uh, uh, obviously, uh, your team green, and would I say that's right? That 100%, man. I'm a huge Bobby Green fan through and through. I mean, he fought my coach, James Krause, in like a, mm -hmm. a crazy weird fight where, like, when the fight happened, uh, we thought Bobby Green was getting disqualified from nutshotting James Krause. And we were like, no, what the fuck? You can't disqualify the guy. And then they said that they're like, no, no, we're not disqualifying him. And James Krause lost. And then we were like, no, fuck Bobby Green. No. <laughs> yeah. I'm, a, I'm a huge Bobby Green fan. I love watching him fight. And, uh, you know, he's stepping up. And, and, again, he's another one of those guys. He's creating buzz. And, and people want to see him fight. And guys want to watch him win. Guys want to watch him lose. Uh, I just love to see him fight. Win, lose, or draw. Like, I'm a huge fan. So, uh, obviously, going Bobby Green on that one. Are you, are you still a fan of fighting? Do you still watch it? Do you watch the bare knuckle? Do you watch the boxing? Do you, you watch those slap fights? Are you into all kind of combat sports? You know, I'm I'm into competition, like any kind yeah. of competition, like music. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not a particular fan of any one kind of music, but if you can play an instrument or even, you know, my fiance can just play a little bit of guitar and banjo and I'm just, I can sit here and watch her play the same three fucking chords all night. Like it doesn't matter to me. I'm just so impressed by anybody who can get up there and do something in, in yeah. front of people and, and be good at it so uh, yeah I'm a, I'm a fan of uh competitors i like i like competitors well speaking of your fiance gina mazzani she was on my podcast uh, i think it was maybe about 11 months ago um we she had a great time we fed her we gave her whiskey and do you know how she repaid me tim how's that she teeth kicked me in the stomach yeah she'll do that <laughs> yeah, she also did it to my at the time co-host Matt Perino and left a decent-sized bruise for about two weeks. It was quite impressive. Yeah. He sent me uh, updated photos of his bruise. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever got one of those teeth kicks, Tim? Yeah, I've actually the only time I've ever really been dropped in the gym has all been from liver kicks like that or spinning back kicks. Yeah, it's amazing that she didn't even really put that much power into it, but it, it winded me and it really hurt. She's all goddamn legs, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, listen, man, I want to wish you the best of luck. Um, I'm always on your side. You'll hear me screaming here from Las Vegas. Oh, yeah. I like to get all of the athletes in the UFC, uh, you know, the greatest promotion in the world, to maybe give an inspirational quote to uh, someone that maybe needs to hear a kind word or something from uh, an athlete, something to inspire them and maybe get them out of a funk. Is there anything you could say really quickly in wrapping up, Tim? Oh, man. Uh, I'm not really one for a lot of words, but just, like, keep your nose to the grindstone. Um, for me, it was one of those things, like, I'd move from one place to another trying to find a, a particular, you know, home, and you're, not, you're never going to find everything that you want, but you got to go and find a good coach and a good team, and, like, it takes some searching and looking. You can't just be super loyal to one place like loyalty is a, a two-way street if uh if you're just being loyal to a particular party and they're not re reciprocating in any way like that's not loyalty that's stupidity so uh you know yeah sometimes you got to branch out and, and find your find your own way see there you go another inspirational quote from one of these guys i get you know what? i should write a book on all the quotes that you guys give me at the end of these podcasts because it's better than therapy i swear well listen brother best of luck for march 5th um thanks very much for popping on the show today we really do appreciate it and we'll look forward to talking to you again in the future yeah man anytime thank you thanks tim say good day to gina for me
I will. I'll tell you right now. Thanks, brother. Later. Well, there you go. Another great podcast there with one of the guys from Team Iridium. Thank you very much to Jacob. Thank you very much to Jason House for getting these guys on for me. I do appreciate it. Um, yeah, so it's just been uh, another great journey coming and releasing some content and getting the podcast out there. I am very fortunate to be able to speak to all these great people. And we hope that you're liking these quick clips from home. So, uh, you know, a lot going on in the world. I'm going to be talking a little bit about that tomorrow. Uh, we got a young man on the podcast that's probably really going to blow everybody's mind. Um, listen, thanks very much for joining us once again. Today's episode was proudly sponsored by Title Sport. Titlesport.com. It is the game changer when it comes to cryotherapy, pain relieving, swell reducing sprays and creams. This stuff really changed the game for me. Uh, after suffering a broken neck, I've gone through a lot of pain and this stuff is just the bomb. If you haven't tried it yet, it's a blast of cold like you've never felt. And of course, today's episode is always fueled by Proper 12 Irish Whiskey. I want to thank you guys for joining us again. This is Marcus Deegan for the Marcus Deegan Podcast. Take care. The Marcus Deegan Show! <laughs>